Hey y'all, Dan here, welcoming you back to another throwback episode of Be Kind Rewind. This is your Disney Plus movie podcast. This is Old School Saturday. We are still a couple of weeks away from actually giving you new content, and I do apologize for that. So, in the meantime, so that way you have something to listen to, laugh, condone, console, cry, whatever. We are sending out our top five downloads of all time. This week is our number three episode, and it is me and Icky from back in the day talking about Olaf Presents. So I hope you all like it, and we will be back with new episodes in three weeks. So mark your calendars, and we'll see you then. Born on a mountaintop in Tennessee, Green estate in the land of the free. Raised in the woods so he knew every tree. Killed him a bar when he was only three. Davy, Davy Crockett. Walt Disney Animation Studios has given us beloved classics and timeless moments we'll never forget. Now, join an old friend as he retells these stories in a way only he can. You get three wishes. The ocean chose me. Welcome, one and all, to a very special Disney Day, a week late episode of Be Kind Rewind. This is your Disney movie podcast. Of course, I am Dan Teets, and you will never guess who I tracked down to be willing to come on. No, not Walt Disney himself. Someone very close and a personal friend to Mickey Mouse. The original co-host is back. Welcome back, Hickey! What is going on? It has been quite a time. Yes. yes. Glad to be here. Glad to be back. Glad to be able to take a few minutes and join you on this magical journey. Well, I am glad to have you back because it has been way too long since two original cast members, so to speak. <laughs> I like that. Did did a did a show together. So I reached out to you about this what a month ago because that was when I think I first saw the thirty second teaser trailer for the eleven minute episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So for those of you who have no clue what I'm talking about, I am talking about Disney Day, which is I think it's the anniversary of Disney Plus actually starting online. I think it's been around for two years now. I think so, yeah. And so Disney decided, well, what better way to celebrate the 90 mm -hmm. than to bring one of the greatest characters of the 2000s, i.e. Josh Gad from Frozen playing Olaf to give us his takes on 
five movies plus his recap of Frozen up to where it actually happened in Frozen 2. So we are talking hot off the presses, and when I actually started talking to Icky about this, I was thinking, oh, well, they're going to be like six-minute episodes, something like that. No. The whole thing, including the compilation, is 11 minutes beginning to end. So it is pretty much four minutes. Basically. And, and that includes all the credits. I was about to say, the four minutes is actually two minutes of the episode, and then like a minute and 30 seconds saying, Jing Dong Dying. Yeah, was the vo- credits and Korean credits. And, yeah. Yes. But before we dig into the episode proper, this has actually been a very momentous week for Be Kind Rewind. Oh. Because... We hit a thousand downloads and seven hundred YouTube views. Wow! So I don't know where all these people are. I know some of them are in India. They are all over the U.S. They are all over. Well, they're on certain parts of Canada. I think we have listeners in like eighteen or nineteen different, including nice. Cuba. So who Cuba. knows? Young. Fidel's son may be listening to us. <laughs> But though, I mean, a lot of them are one-offs in the foreign countries, so we want to say thank you in it's a small world language, <laughs> because I definitely don't know how to say thank you other than grazie and danke and mercy buckups. <laughs> yes. So I wanted to bring that out because, I mean, I've been tracking it. We've been on the air. Wow, it's like we're radio show we've been doing podcast next week will actually be episode 70 which is a year and a half of original programming not counting the actual reruns that were due for old school saturday and with all that we have a thousand 22 of those (laughs) i thought it was 24 (laughs) (laughs) hey i'm just glad to have you on to talk to man it's been way too long and i'm just sorry that it's an 11 minute episode (laughs) Of yeah. TV to talk about. But there is really so much we could get into. Like, we really could stretch out each one of these minute and a half episodes into a 20, 30 minute podcast if we really wanted to dig into all the little intricacies and all the little jokes that Olaf does. I gotta say, the first time I watched it, I was not impressed. I was like, this is really lame. It was until the second time that it really made me, like, belly laugh. I was like, wow, this is better. Definitely like pizza. Better second time around. So, was it better cold or hot? (laughs) Frozen. Ooh, nice. (laughs) Now, see, I've watched it three times beginning to end with the compilation. Because I didn't even realize the compilation was out there until Icky pointed it out to me. And the... So, when I started watching, I just watched the two-minute clip of the first quote-unquote episode... Of the Little Mermaid. Yeah, could you even call it a mini-sode? I don't know, a micro-sode maybe? I, I don't know what what Disney is calling. I mean, it says season one, six episodes, so I don't know. So I guess it's all a matter of how long an episode actually runs. Most episodes that are on Disney are in the seven-minute range, because that's what most um, Mickey Mouse shorts are, things like that. So we're talking... Well, as an episode, it can last all day, so... Yeah. <laughs> oh my word. I have missed you, man. It's been way too long. <laughs> All right. 
Well, let's go ahead and kick things off with the opening compilate or the opening that sets the scene, which is Olaf retelling Frozen up until where he gets kicked out of episode two of Frozen. An Electric Boogaloo, I think, was the title of Frozen <laughs> 2. Yes. So you said off air that you had not watched Frozen 2, or had you not watched Frozen either? I've seen the first one, but I have ne- I never saw the second Frozen, so I never understood the premise of the movie until my wife explained to me, oh, this scene that we're watching is actually in the movie. So the way he's telling the story is actually in the movie. So that makes sense how the whole series was born. Mm-hmm. And this movie frozen 2 not olaf presents frozen was running in the background whenever my nieces were around us so i caught bits and pieces of it and i think i actually sat down and watched this particular clip to get caught up because i think i watched maybe three quarters of the original frozen yeah and then i just let it go i took (laughs) elsa's (laughs) thank you it's going to be a long night, <laughs> but I mean, the the funniest part to both me and Grayson were was where Josh Gad turns around and he tells bad news to whoever. The parents are dead. <laughs> and then he just keeps going with whatever's happening. Like, it's like a total 180 of the of the episode. And it's like a basic throwaway line, but that's what actually got me laughing more heartily the more that I actually watched it. Yeah, the presentation is key. Yeah, so basic premise of Frozen, you got a power girl and non-power girl. So we got two X-Men, which are now part of the Disney world. Actually, we have Iceman, which means, is there a Maverick? You're above my pay grade now. What, you're, 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 you're not familiar with Top Gun? Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that one totally flew over, literally. It did. It did. Right over the cuckoo's nest. <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean, the the way that he retold it, I'm not I'm not going to go into this, as otherwise we will be here for 20 minutes doing a mystical, magical recap of <laughs> a two-hour episode, which we will probably get to in, say, 10 years. Yeah. So, for those of you who are listening from the future, welcome because yeah. you, you wanted to hear us talk about this from 2021, when the world was still going crazy, <sighs> the first time around. Yeah, right. But we won't, we won't, we won't go into that because this is not a politically charged podcast. Too much. Oh. I said too much. Yeah. It can be. Too much, yeah. Because, <laughs> because if you remember the Davy Crockett episode, we were given minute by minute. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yep, yeah, was right in the middle of the quote-unquote election. Yes. <laughs> so the so the fact that the, the Frozen actually began it all kind of let us know that this was going to be something funny, and it would, it would give you a two-minute synopsis so that way you could talk to your friends while you're riding on the Walt Disney World transit. <laughs> yes. And, and and then you're you're not the one goof that's sitting there not knowing anything about these other five movies. Yeah. Which I know you well, I can't speak for you. I've seen all of them but Tangled. 
And the only reason that I watched Moana was I think it was actually on Netflix. Probably. So, and I watched that one for The Rock. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, The Rock makes everything better. That's true. But before we get to The Rock, we're 20 years earlier with The Little Mermaid. I, I want, I, like I said, I've watched it three times, and we could probably watch it together because it's like two minutes, but we're not going to. You can pause your, you can pause the recorder, go watch the episode, come back to us, let us know what we did wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, the, for some reason, I did not pick up on the fact that um, Olaf was a crab until the third time b- before the. Before the chef started talking about the lobster, <laughs> or not the crab, the the lobster. Now, now my brain's gone. The poisson, the fish. Yes, and I I don't know if he was supposed to be him or if he was supposed to be Scuttle because it actually says per the wiki Disney wiki he says he takes on such diverse roles as Ariel, Triton, and Scuttle. Scuttle was the little blue and yellow fish, right? Yeah. I don't. No, it was a seagull, wasn't he? Mine. Mine, wow. mine, mine. Wait, wrong movie. <laughs> That'll be in season three of Yeah. Olaf Presents. Um, I I definitely liked the fact that he coughed up a snowball for Ariel's yep. voice. And she comes out, hey, I'm Octolady, give me your voice for your leg, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the names were funny in this one because obviously he had read he had skimmed the script and he knew the basic idea is my idea. Yeah. And since yeah. everything is connected in Disney, he knew about these because it happened off screen while Elsa and Anna were trying to find their parents on the ship. Oh, yeah. I believe in the original Little Mermaid when Ariel was running around doing her adventures. I, I believe that the uh, little crawdad guy said, I'm a nervous wreck. I think that was the line in the actual movie. Mm-hmm. I've been nervous wreck. And in this movie, Olaf puts on two little red oven mitts and says, my nerves are shot. And then he, he goes into Les Poissons. So he's kind of mimicking him saying, I'm a, I think he said I'm a nervous wreck in the actual movie. Les Poissons, Les Poissons, how I love Les Poissons. Yes. <sighs> and everyone well, loves a good crossover. So I think they really got to the heart of it by taking Disney and then crossing it over itself. Like mm-hmm. you never cross the streams except in disney you do cross the streams and it comes out fantastic yes so at the the very end well not the very end when octa lady as she is called in this one gets impaled and the button pops off (laughs) i completely lost it (laughs) because somehow i don't remember i don't remember her did eric actually run the ship into her at the end of the movie Yes, I believe so. She was okay. in the water. He took his ship. Because she blew up to this huge, gigantic... Right. Yeah, she was massive. Huge. Massive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've been impaled. <laughs> Button. Oh, yep. Okay. Well, that that makes a little bit more sense, but it's... And that was the... I was honestly expecting for him to turn around and do the little... And then Ursula died. Like, like he did with Triton being the emaciated shrimp. <laughs> yeah. Which, which was another thing that just made me roll. And, yeah. I mean, 
after I've watched things once, I can normally sit down and take notes. But with the rapid fire back and forth dialogue between Olaf and Olaf and Olaf and Octolady and Olaf and Eric and Olaf and it, I didn't really, I just sat and enjoyed it. It's almost like a, a manic Robin Williams skit. If you ever watch Robin Williams way back in the 80s, yes. like in the many days when he was all hopped up on Coca-Cola, and he would just be like, oh, 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 and he would just be rambling and just firing. That's kind of what this reminded me of. Yeah, and so we we had a minute and a half, and that part was over. Yeah. And didn't we go to the crazy chicken? Yep. As Icky is wearing his high-high shirt, for those listening to the podcast, which is everyone because this is not a video podcast. But not a video podcast. It's not that kind of podcast. So, of course, we jumped 20 years ahead, and we're kind of tying things together because it's a um, water-based movie, just like The Little Mermaid we're talking about. Of course, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and I'm sorry, I don't know the girl's name. Alawi Carvalho or something like that. Alawi Carvalho. Something like that. And I actually just watched a time hop that said that it was like 10 years ago that that, that movie was was generated and she was a breakout star from this. And I don't think I've ever seen her anything since. I don't think so either. I know she's going to Epcot to do the Christmas, the reading of the Christmas story hmm. next month. Okay. The Christmas parade, well, I don't remember what it's called, but you know, when they come to Epcot and they read the story, they have the choir and all that. She's going to be one night of that. That'll be pretty good. Yeah. This is my favorite mini-sode of this episode or this compilation. Moana. I love Moana. I love that movie. Well, yeah. I, I kind of figured this one would be your favorite, so I didn't even I wasn't even going to go and go and ask which one was your favorite. But, I mean, once again, it's Josh Gad being a manic Josh Gad. I mean, being a Olaf telling mm-hmm. all the different stories. But this time he has Marshmallow. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know why, but Marshmallow just made me laugh whenever he appeared on the screen. And he was only on there for like maybe two seconds at the very end. Yeah. When uh, he threw the the heart of the ocean back into him. <laughs> he just threw it and then the, the ice spikes go away. But, I mean, this, this one was another, I think there's maybe ten seconds of the episode that I didn't laugh yeah. Because I mean when you when you had the rock transforming into all the different animals and then his um hook broke, he's like yeah. I'm out. <laughs> so it's like and then well, I, don't so, you, <clears throat> I don't know if you caught this, but when I uh, just a minute a minute or two, a few seconds into the episode when Moana approaches Maui to help her, she says, Board my boat and something like No and she says why? And he says, because I stole a rock. I did. The heart of Tafiti. He called it a rock. But he said, I stole a rock. So I don't know if that was a, an intentional play on words. It probably was because, I mean, Josh Gad, the, the more that I'm watching, comedic genius. Which was actually the heart organ of a giant raging lava lady who knocked my hook into the ocean. So he just yeah, takes like a literal translation. I love it. But that's all in the backstory that happened before this happened. So right. it's like exactly, yep. Like so now we're up to speed, and now he does get on the boat. And then there's Olaf. Hey, hey. Oh my gosh! That made me laugh. <laughs> Pause it and just laugh. 
<laughs> yeah, because, I mean, once again, you've only got a minute, a minute and a half for the actual episode, so if you don't pause it, you're going to miss the next yeah. important thing. Exactly. I do have a question for you, since you are the Moana expert. Who was Grandma that they kept referring to? That was Moana's grandma. She was in the movie. So she's the... Moana's the daughter of the chief, and her grandma is the, her, her father's mother. She's the crazy lady of the island. She's the one who encourages her to defy her father's orders and become one with the ocean against his better desires. And in the movie, she dies, and she becomes a big manta ray or like a stingray in the water like uh with like neon colors comes swimming through the water see i'm i must i might probably was bawling during that part of the movie she almost looks like a younger version of of mama coco you've seen the coco movie yes love coco like she's like real stocky and long white hair and like Mm -hmm. really wrinkled but she's like the crazy lady of the village and her son just happens to be the the chief hi chief peter maivia (laughs) sure okay one thing that we didn't mention about Little Mermaid, it made me laugh every time that Olaf started singing during this during that. Yeah, because Josh Gad can sing great, and he intentionally sings terrible, like super nasally and off key. <laughs> but I mean, it was for the for the Little Mermaid. It was like one note, and then the further that you got along into the Minnesotes, which I guess is what we're gonna patent pending name these. Yeah. He starts singing more and more and more. It's like yeah. his. It's like the character gets more and more confident. Verbose, loquacious. I don't know. Ooh, I like both those words. We'll use those. So yeah, but I mean, with with him just springing up on the the quote unquote rock. Yeah. As Ariel, and then ooh look, a guy floating in the sea. <laughs> and, it's like, and it's Sven, and she breathes yes. into his mouth. Whoop. <laughs> it almost kills him, but we won't talk about that because we don't want to go too dark with Disney movies. Yeah, even though he does go quite dark in the Lion King episode oh, gosh. later. I was like, really, Disney? Really? But we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, we so Moana ends with Marshmallow retreating into his normal self and. They all live happily ever after. Wait, you got you forgot the part where he's where Olaf is floating across the ice on the canoe and he says, Peeing in the ocean. I was trying to take the high road. I knew that you would probably <laughs> pee on the road. That was the best. Or the demon coconut people when the snowballs are flying around. Oh demon coconut people. It was so great. I mean, yeah, and and once again, if y'all don't have ten minutes to carve out of your day, oh. you you you're missing out. And there was also you got to talk about the double back on the hidden Easter egg. So in in Moana, when Maui was fighting uh, the big shiny crab, I forgot his name, mm-hmm. and he gets his hook back and he's trying to transform, he is having some dysfunction, some hook dysfunction, and he can't change back into what he wants to turn back into, which is reflected. In this show, where he turns into different animals with his little hook, and then the hook breaks. And in one of the particular scenes, he turns into Sven in mm-hmm. Olaf Presents, which he also, which that also happened in the Moana movie, when when Maui tried to turn into a shark or whatever. One of the things he turned into was actually Sven in mm-hmm. Moana, which was a little hidden Easter egg. 
And I liked how they doubled back on that and did that here in the Olaf retelling. Yeah, and see, I must have missed the the spin part, or I wasn't... Well, because... All right, did Frozen come out, or did Moana come out first, the first one? It would have to be Moana, because Frozen... No, I'm sorry, it had to be Frozen first, because Moana had the throwback to Sven in it. And okay. if Frozen wasn't out yet, that wouldn't make any sense. So Frozen had to come out first. Okay. See, that, that's why that's why I keep you around as a Disney yeah. chronologer. <laughs> I, I, try to, I try to be half as good as Scott. He's a master. Well, hey, Scott is actually working at Disney in some form, fashion, or capacity. So we... We're 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 crossing ships in the night right now to bring it back to Moana and Little Mermaid because we're trying to actually get a, another Disneyland episode together. Nice. So and honestly, would like to have you on there as a third voice from the West Coast. But we'll 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 discuss all that at a later date because it's not. I don't honestly don't think anything's going to happen until probably first week of December at the very earliest. Yeah. So, we are done with Moana, and we move on to the darkest of all the episodes. <laughs> yes. Which starts off with the greatest part. I seriously would love to have, like, three or four of these little mini snow people. <laughs> yes! As long as they can be, like, semi-animatronic. I'm not I'm talking creepy Chucky doll. Yeah. Of course, yeah, if you feed them after midnight, do they replicate? Or is oh, that get them wet. When they just... Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> then you got slush. Yeah. So, yeah, the, and with The Lion King, which was the third episode, we see Olaf getting a little bit more confident in quote-unquote singing abilities, if we want to call them that. Yeah, right. But, yeah, you start off the episode with the very beginning of The Lion King, except it's Olaf holding a mini snow person. <laughs> because we do not want to um, try to figure out their gender because we don't know what snow people are. Oh, no. No, no. And from there, it goes downhill. It just rolls down the hill that <laughs> Mufasa is actually holding, or actually, I'm sorry, Rafiki is holding Simba up. Yeah. And the funniest part about this was the dramatic telling that Mufasa had died. But he didn't die just yet. Yeah. Instead, he was trampled by a herd of wildebeest. But then he still didn't die. Yeah. Because he crawled his way back up. And then he fell a long way. A very long way, yeah. And my gosh, how many how many herd of snow people over Olaf yeah. Yeah. in that? A stampede. And all those little mini snow people. <laughs> gosh. Yeah. That was another pause and laugh moment. Which, I mean, I'm... Once again, because I've got no notes, I i didn't think the pause. Because it was a blink and you miss it, but it, it was great. And then you had Sven actually playing two parts. In, because he had to play Nala, and he had to play Scar. Yeah. And I don't know if they actually did... Did you notice when he was playing Nala if he still had the Scar paint on? Hmm. <laughs> he didn't notice. It would be funny if he did. Yeah. No, I can't go back. A Santa Santa squash banana. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, you know what I just You know what these remind me of? It seems like several years ago there was like an internet phenomenon where people would take like a a music video or something like that and do a literal translation. 
and they would do like, oh, two guys walking down the street, one trips over something, and there's a song going on, and there's a music video going on, mm-hmm. but someone is is doing a blow by blow commentary of what they see in the in the music video with with various levels of comedic effect. That's mm-hmm. kind of what this reminds me of, like, ja, or Olaf is giving his literal translation of what's happening like father i must run away now and eat bugs like that's how he literally sees what what, what they were what's going on in the movie what simba was saying and once again marshmallow stole the show oh yeah always yeah simba okay thanks bye <laughs> yep that's it Just one word yep and now we slow motion fight yeah <laughs> And Sven's face was priceless. That that so yeah. I mean the the way that they took the darkness and didn't bring it too dark, but had just the right amount of darkness. Just the right amount of darkness. Yes, <laughs> because you because we all need a little bit of darkness in us to be able to see. Like in Coco, was I too obvious? I think you were just the right amount of obvious. Yeah, I I honestly I don't know why they didn't. Well, obviously this one has been a pretty successful little 10 minute clip so i'm trying to figure out what next year's disney day release will be oh yeah i don't even know i'm sure they'll make this in an ongoing series or yes. probably another season that will come out soon with coco and who knows all other kinds of popular movies yeah i was i was honestly expecting beauty and the beast in this one for some reason because that's right there in the 90s will house as well yeah I'm sure Peter Pan, Snow White, all the classics, eventually. But instead, we got Aladdin. Yeah. <sighs> Actually, no, Tangled was before Aladdin, because Aladdin Tangled was the very was last one. Yeah. Tangled See, was a movie that I never actually saw all of it. I saw part of it, but I never finished it. I never yeah. I how it ended. And I, well, the, she cut off her hair. That's how it ended. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> it off, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I have... I haven't. I can't even say that I've watched a little bit of it because it's not even in the background of the foreground for the side stage for what I'm wanting to watch right now. Yeah. So I mean, the smolder just cracked me up every time because wasn't that Zachary Levi's character entangled? I don't know. I had to ask my wife about that. I'm like, why does why does Walt keep showing his teeth and making this weird noise? And she said there's a character in the movie. Who does something similar to that? Like he's trying to make a, a cutesy face or something like, look how good looking I am or something like that. I don't. Yeah, it is Zachary Levi. He plays Fl- he plays Flynn. Oh, it's Flynn. Okay. And it was Mandy Moore that played Rapunzel. Yes, that I knew. You see, once again, this is this is the reason that we keep bringing you back, even though you keep slipping out the cat door. <laughs> The mouth just keeps yanking me back in. Yes. So, yeah, this one was actually a 2010, uh, 2010 movie. Okay. Because it actually says that on the Disney fandom wiki page, which that's the only one that actually says the year of it. Oh, no, excuse me. It was 1989 for The Little Mermaid. I don't, I don't know why they didn't give the years of the rest of them unless it was just a bad Chinese dub of <laughs> what was happening with that one. So yeah, once again, I I know nothing about Tangled except who was in it, and the only reason that I knew that Zachary Levi was in it was because I think like the two or three seconds that I did hear, I heard his. And yeah. I mean, come on, Shazam! <laughs> I know the 
The big guy from Everybody Loves Raymond is in it. Brad Garrett, is that his name? Oh, okay, yeah, maybe. He's in it. Yeah, Brad Garrett plays the hook hand. Oh my gosh. The guy that played the boss in Happy Gilmore that got shot in the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in it. Uh, Wow. And he was also um, the guy in one of the Bond movies that had the silver teeth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we are we're really going down a rabbit hole on on the one movie that neither of us have actually watched. Well, kind of stretching because we we don't have a lot of yeah. Vamp monkey vamp. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, of of the five of them, this one just didn't do anything for me, and maybe it was because it was the one that I know anything about. Yeah, and that makes it hard when you can't relate. Yeah. yeah. But maybe in twenty years when we actually get to Tangled. We can circle back to the station and say that one is the best of them all. Probably yeah. not, but <laughs> at that point we can revisit this episode. And so we jump from Tangled, which had a which had an Easter egg according to what I was reading about. Because oh no, we'll just leave it in because this makes for interesting commentary yeah. on how well prepared we are. Well, there was an Easter egg. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, where was it? The Tangled episode has Olaf referring to it about a story about a close friend, which was Rapunzel and Eugene in the original Frozen film. Once again, they had an Easter egg in Frozen. What? I don't know. That may may be something to ask Lisa about. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But we end speaking of Robin Williams. Yes. Which may be why... Josh Gad was so frenetic because he knew that he had to ramp it up big time to be able to pull off a genie that's been stuck in a bottle for 10,000 years in Aladdin. <laughs> that was a classic line. I'm glad they put that in. Yes. But the funny thing is he did like a like a New York Jewish accent when he did that part. When Josh Gad did it in, the, in this episode, he had like a Jewish accent. At least that's what it sounded like to me. Well, wasn't Robin Williams Jewish? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Please write us if we are wrong because we want to know. <clears throat> Inquiring minds want to know. We know you're out there listening. You have proven it this last week. Yeah. So, yeah. Kind of like a, you know, like a Mel Brooks doing like a Jewish rabbi voice. Yeah, I'm with you. This one, I mean, this was a definite high level video of it because. They didn't really break down any subtext like they had in The Lion King, for example. You just had um, Aladdin come in, and then you had Marshmallow swallow a snow person and spit him out. (laughs) Yeah. And then you had Aladdin and quote-unquote Jasmine on the magic carpet. (laughs) And that was basically basically his his retelling of the movie until the very end when Jafar becomes... Yeah. He comes so, all red and angry and powerful or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. So, I don't know if he was running out of steam from having to channel Robin Williams 10 minutes <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, this was definitely a good little diversion. Like I said, it was it's 11 minutes. If you watch the credits of all the people <laughs> that did the 38 different languages that it is available in. Yeah, right. Or, if you've only got two minutes, sit down and watch the first five and don't worry about Frozen, because obviously you know about Frozen because you, you're a Disney. Yeah. Is that what well, we call it, the Disney file? Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. I like how in the 11-minute compilation, you don't have to watch two and a half minutes of 
foreign credits every single time. It just stitches them all together back to back. Yeah. And then at the very end, it throws them all yeah. in. <clears throat> but... You're looking for a wonder cave, and then a marshmallow pops up out of the snow. <sighs> Who disturbs my slumber? And then he spits them out. That was just high hilarity. But I'm trying to think. The last two didn't really have any, and then he died. Yeah, no. Because entangled, the death was off scene because it was the mom apparently getting thrown out the the window, or that's what I think happened. I right. don't know. Maybe mother awful. Yeah, I think she did. I think she was thrown to an untim- untimely death. Oh, kind of like Jezebel. Yes. Bringing it all back to the importance. Yeah. So, would you sit down and rewatch it? Will this be like on your? Yeah. I got ten minutes to kill. What am I going to watch? List. I will. Watch it again several times. Oh, yeah, it's hilarious. Yep. A lot of one-liners in here that I'll probably take with me. And you'll just be calling them out to people at work and they'll be like, what? Yeah. Hopefully they'll get it. If not, then that's on them. Yeah. All right. Well, you have anything more to add on this? Definitely looking we... forward to season two. Just curious to see what move, which, you know, which movies are going to pick to yeah. have Josh Gad manically retell. Well, I mean, he's he's got, how many did we say, 200 and some to pick from? He's got the whole Disney Plus catalog that we're going through, yep. Yes. And if he really wants to dig deep, he could do Song of the South. <laughs> and this will be the final episode that Josh Gad will ever do at Disney. Yeah, that's it. It's over. This is his own one after the retelling of Uncle Remus. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be something? And now, Olaf presents... Could just see him going out roasting all the Disney executives like Ricky Gervais at the Golden Globes. That would just be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that, that that would. But yeah, this this is a a mini sode since that's what I'm thinking we're calling it. That will definitely be watched several times a year. Oh yeah. And I'll probably show it to the nieces when I see them next weekend to see if they've seen it because. I mean, they're both big Frozen fans, and one of them loves The Little Mermaid. So, I'll see what she thinks about Olaf playing Ariel. Yeah. It goes without saying that all the movies that he retells are are classic Disney movies, are Disney well-known hits, I guess you could call them. Mm -hmm. But I noticed that every one of them has significant... I know we talk about this in our format that we used to do our shows in. Every one of them has significant presence within... The Disney parks. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they intentionally using that for like cross promotion to get people interested in going and visiting that area of the park. I don't know if, like for instance, in Magic Kingdom, there's the Aladdin Magic Carpet Ride. Mm-hmm. Fun to see if they had some kind of Olaf. If they took like a retheme and they reskinned it and put Olaf in there as as Aladdin or you know something like that. That would be fun, interesting to see. Or the Frozen Ride in Epcot. You know, yeah. which Olaf's already in that, so that's that's a bad example. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, you, you could have him with like a um, Lion King wreath of yeah leaves, or over at on Animal a... Kingdom they have the the Lion King show. It's like a Broadway level mm-hmm. show. Have some little Olaf hidden in the show for people to look look for that have seen this these minisodes. You've seen the hidden Mickey's now. Find the hidden Olaf's. Yeah, see. You you could be an Imagineer. I don't want that. They 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 probably wouldn't <laughs> like my ideas. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe not. But yeah, um, while we're talking about reskinning of things, did you happen to watch the um, Muppets Haunted Mansion? Yes. Oh, that was amazing. I loved that. Yeah, and and see, since they put Johnny Depp actually in Pirates of the Caribbean, that may be something that they could do, like during Halloween, actually do the the Muppets take over the haunted mansion. Well, here's the <clears throat> here's a problem with that. Not that it's a problem, but all right. So here's how it goes: in Disneyland, in California, every year on Halloween, they take the haunted mansion. And they retheme it as a nightmare before Christmas hmm, okay. every year. They take, you know, Skellington and Oogie Boogie and all that, and they completely retheme it. But they don't do that in Walt Disney World. They never have, and they never have plans to. Hmm. Love it if they would do that. I love the nightmare before, before Christmas. But the reasoning that's been explained to me is that in California, most of the people who go to Disneyland are local. Mm-hmm. Season pass holders, annual pass holders. Southern California residents, so they come there a lot. So they're used to seeing Haunted Mansion. So seeing a retheme with Nightmare Before Christmas is a welcome change. It's something different. Mm-hmm. Most people who come to Walt Disney World, it's a, a once-in-a-lifetime event. Most people. I think they say 80% of people for Disneyland are season pass holders. Wow. Only 20% are out-of-state. At Disney World, it's the, the reverse. Only 20% are annual pass holders. 20% mm-hmm. come from you know, Bismarck, South Dakota for their once every five year trip, or they come from the United Kingdom or whatever. So when these people come to Disney on their once in a lifetime or once every five year trip, they want to see the Haunted Mansion, how it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. how they remember it from when they were kids. So if they came here expecting to see the Haunted Mansion and they saw Jack Skellington, they would be upset like, I didn't come 7,000 miles to see Jack Skellington. I came to see the Hatbox Ghost or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the logic goes. So there would never be a Nightmare Before Christmas retheme at the Haunted Mansion. So I doubt that there would be a Muppets retheme, at least in Walt Disney World. Maybe in Disneyland, that would be a possibility. That would be amazing. That yeah. would be really, really cool. Long, long uh, little speech there, but no, I... that would be interesting to throw in. That that was exactly why I brought it up because I mean we were talking about it at the very end that I mean why else well I mean obviously the reason why you do it is because it's a Halloween themed quote unquote ride yeah and you want to give it a fresh coat of paint so you put the Muppets in there and have them run around like crazy like they aren't already no here's a strange thing. The whole rationale that I just gave you as to why Walt Disney World will not re-theme Haunted Mansion to Nightmare Before Christmas, the reasoning I just gave you. Right now, in Walt Disney World in Orlando, if you go on the Jungle Cruise, it has been re-themed for Christmas. It's called the Jingle Cruise. They cover up the U in Jungle with an I, and they Mm. call it Jingle Cruise. And all the, the gorillas and the alligators and everything have Santa Claus hats on, or they have Christmas lights, and all the... All the goofy jokes that the that the Jungle Cruise skippers share are Christmas themed jokes. Hmm. That's kind of a side tangent that we can get into sometime. Is that they just rethemed the Jungle Cruise quite significantly after the release of the Jungle Cruise movie, and there's no there's no Dwayne Johnson anywhere to be found. That was actually going to be my next question. Do we see yeah. Dwayne Johnson no or Emily Blunt anywhere? There's no references to the movie whatsoever. 
Whereas in um, yeah, whereas they did show references in the Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. They actually changed some of the dialogue and they put in Jack Sparrow and they put animatronics of Jack Sparrow, but mm-hmm. they didn't do that in the Jungle Cruise. I don't I don't know why. Seems like they would have wanted to capitalize on a megastar like The Rock, right? Yeah. But I mean, he's doing thirteen movies a year, so <laughs> yes, if yes. they miss this one, they'll get him in the next one, so They will. Alright. Well, we have been talking for almost an hour. Doesn't seem like it, because we could probably talk for two, three, four, ten hours if we didn't have things to do in the morning. Right. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, hey, let's make sure that it is not four months between this and the next time we get together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll work on that off camera, but definitely we're going to get back together more often. All right. Well, we will go ahead and put a nice, shiny snow person in this. And I want to thank all the all the listeners for making help us helping us make it to a thousand. Now, if each one of you go out and tell one of your friends about us, we may make it to two thousand in a year or less time than that. Yes, we can do it. Yes, I I have I have no I have no doubt that we can do it. So let's just let's make it happen. That's that's your homework for next week. <laughs> go out and tell a friend about Be Kind Rewind, the Disney movie podcast. Yeah, post it on the Insta chats. And the Snapbook and the Face <laughs> and the and the Facegrams. Yes. <laughs> and now we're both sounding really old because that is meta. Go, 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 go put it on MySpace. <laughs> hey, are you in my top eight? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, we have completely derailed the show. <laughs> As per usual when I'm here. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't have it any other way, man. All right, well, um, until we talk again, be safe, be hungry, and I guess watch out for marshmallows. See y'all later, y'all. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at BeKindRewindDMP at gmail.com. DMP stands for Disney Movie Podcast. Once again, thank you for listening, and have a wonderful day. After we welcome you back with a standing round of applause. Do you want a bit of snowman? <laughs>